Bro, do that again. You called it disrespectfully. <laughs> it's respectfully, bro. It's respectfully is the opposite. I have no clue, bro. <laughs> all right, all right, guys. Welcome to another episode of the Respectfully Unruly Podcast. It's your boy AB, which your boy just call him Just. Now, uh, <clears throat> it's been kind of an uneventful kind of NBA week that uh, passed, but we're going to try to see if we could, you know, cover some topics around this uh, league that we love called the NBA. First up, drum roll, please. So there's been a lot of like, um, there's been a lot of um, uh, waivers happening last, so last week, uh, teams like Houston, Brooklyn, LA, no, uh, some of the more notable ones. So Houston went ahead and waived um, the basketball player known as Bookie Cousins, the Marcus Bookie Cousins. Um, the Brooklyn Nets waived Iman Shumpert and also Andre Robeson. And the Lakers uh, waived uh, Mr. Uh, Quinn Cook. Also, I should say that the uh, Brooklyn Nets went ahead and waived uh, Norvell Pell after signing him just for about, I believe, uh, 10 days. But all of this was to, especially in the um, Brooklyn Nets and LA Lakers um, case, they just wanted to, you know, clear some space, uh, get some uh, financial uh, flexibility. Um, They actually, uh, uh, in the Brooklyn Nets case, they re-signed... Iman Shump and also um, Andre Robinson. Andre Robinson actually played the last couple of games. I believe he played a total of seven minutes. Um, Iman Shump has yet to play. He is coming off of a, excuse me, hamstring injury. Um. Also, the Lakers have not signed or re-signed Mr. Uh, Quinn Cook. So, like, we know what this is about, ultimately. there. This is like an arms race. This is most likely the Andre Drummond uh, sweepstakes, as we would like to say here at this uh, Respectfully Unruly podcast. Justin, at the end of the day, when it's all when it's all settled and the dust is all uh, cleared out, who do you think will have the most impact in terms of actually getting who they need? Brooklyn or L.A.? Balled out, by the way. I said he balled out in the finals, by the way. Balled out in the playoffs.
I'm not trying to interrupt you, but do would you um when you say three bigs, are you I know you said Jared Allen, but do you consider um Kevin Love to be in that um in that um situation? No, yeah, yeah. JaVel McGee, Andre Drummond, and I thought the third one was gonna be Okay. So not Kevin Love. Okay. Drummond. Yeah, I've been seeing a whole lot. I'm looking on um different like NBA websites, and uh, of course, I've been looking at a, you know, uh, watching ESPN and uh, FS1 and stuff like that. And the uh, and the uh, one of the themes I've been seeing over and over again is that um the Nets and Lakers probably won't even get Drummond, but they might be able to get um one Hassan Whiteside. 
that I don't know how feasible that is, that is again. I mean, I don't know if he's going to, I don't know if he's, um, I don't know his current situation, but I'm guessing that they would be able to get him off of, um, off of, uh, waivers if he, if he gets waived. But this, but this year is a particularly tricky year because like with the playing tournament now, there's a lot of teams that have been on the losing end for a very long time and has been out of the playoffs, playoffs for a very long time. So this year is like uh, a chance for those teams to actually, you know, make it. Like teams like uh, the Wizards, shit, Cleveland, um, probably probably teams like Detroit, um, all are looking to, you know, at least make the tenth seed or the, you know, what I'm saying for the um, plan tournament. So this year is really, really, really it's going to be really, really um, interesting at the uh, trade deadline. Um, so another thing that happened this week is the firing of two-year Atlanta Hawks head coach, uh, the one Lloyd Pierce. Um, so, see, this is a tricky one because there's not a, enough black coaches in the league already. And for Pierce to go, he's only he's only given a two-year um, window. Like, can we just, like, agree that the Atlanta Hawks are disappointing. Like, cause I, I had them. I had them at like, yeah, like, 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 I don't know what the hell is going on. I mean, they can still make the play in tournament though. It's still, it, I mean, they have a chance. I mean, come on, it's the East.
I mean, they're they only like a two and a half games back of, uh, and back of the tenth place and tenth place goals, bro. And plus, like that team, Atlanta's been in like the doghouse for a while. I mean, I don't, I don't fault for trying to make the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? He's... Yeah. Kevin Herter. Yeah, but bro, but um, But, bro, but they signed, but Bobon's a shooter, Danilo's a scorer, Rondo's a facilitator. Yeah. Who said they had to play them all at the same time, though? I mean, as it'll be, it'll be just who's who's playing at the time. I mean, of course, I'll probably would have had Boban coming off the bench because I think her 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 and um. I mean, of of course. Who, I mean, if John Collins is well, John Collins is a four. Danilo's a three. Boban and and Herder are both twos. Oh no, I'm sorry. Wait, wait. I mean, yeah, Herder's a two. Boban's a four. Boban's a four. Yeah, you. No, no, Kevin. Mm -hmm. Clint Capella at the five. Solomon. Solomon Hill. Solomon Hill.
Wait, wait, wait. So now, wait, wait, wait. So now you're saying, so wait, 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 wait. wait. Let me, let me stop you there because now you're saying, because you said you ain't like nobody that they signed. You like, wait, you like, no, no, you changed. You said you like Boban, right? That's one. You like Danilo. That's two. Do you like Rajon Rondo signing? How come? Well, right now he's hurt. So it's like, but. Yeah. But that's but that's Cam Reddish's role. Right? That's Cam Reddish's role. But wait. All right, no doubt. Um, so what do you, all right, so now, so you mentioned uh, Luke Walton. How do you, like for me, okay, so <laughs> this is funny because Luke Walton hasn't had a decent record since he had that outstanding record of what, 24 wins. With the Warriors that uh one season. Yeah. And it's like, was it fool's gold? Like, 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 was he catfishing? But how does he still have a job? Like, do they just expect for like people to just, you know, for do does the Sacramento I don't I don't know what Sacramento's doing. So do they expect to just be bad going forward? Like, what is going on? Like, how one, how does he still have a job? And what the hell is Sacramento doing? I mean, Marvin Bagley's father is um is a uh, make it publicly known that I guess his son is unhappy with what the ball distribution. But uh, who they who they face? Uh, they lost within uh eight minutes, correct? Like uh, they it was a no no they they had an eight point lead and they lost it in under one minute, something like that. <laughs> But how does he? But how did he still have a job after that? They play no defense. I just want you to know they play no defense, no defense at all. The thing is, the funny thing is that I think Halliburton is a true point and DeAndre Fox is playing point, but it's a De'Aaron. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, 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 sorry for mis um for mispronounce but for um missaying his name, but I think Fox is more of a, a two masquerading as a one to me. 
No, 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 no. You... Distribute the basketball. Oh, never mind. Go ahead. He can't. Bagley plays no man defense. I don't understand what. Yeah, he gets no rebounds. <laughs> like, you can't even get second chance rebounds, my dog. And you want to get more touches? He's gonna be another um they so they basically drafted um two Willie Cully Steins. I mean, okay. Okay, I'll give it up. Okay. But when you said no, because it popped into my head when you said two energy guys off the bench. So Yeah, you're going to get 15 points. You're going to get 50 points easy. Okay, so so all right, let's uh, to be fair to Marvin Bagley, right? He's only twenty one years old, thirty in the league. He his numbers has been stagnant at fourteen a game, shooting on damn near well, shooting on damn near fifty percent. He's only taking eleven shots. Can't. 
And he has to, all right, we've been shitting on his rebound. I, well, I'll shit on his rebound, and he's getting like seven, seven boards a game. Yeah. Shooting threes. Yeah, shooting elbow jumpers. But shit. At least get me, at least get me, at least get me 10 boards, at least. At the minimum. So, speaking of uh, Enos Cancer, which brings me to one of my favorite players of all times. Drum roll, please. This man has been getting disrespected on NBA Twitter almost on uh it was it was it was pretty it was pretty it was it was some nasty vitriol going on on this man's name. The NBA media made jokes of him, said he needed to be in the G League. The USA Men's Olympic Basketball Coordinator, Mr. Jerry Clangel, did not want him on the team. This is a guy who is a walking bucket. Skill set is will be is like a fine wine. Mr. Carmelo Anthony. Now, sir. Pre doc pre pre pod days, me and this young man call that goes by just call him just would get into pretty heated, pretty robust, pretty uh, vitriolic, pretty toxic, uh, heated, overheated discussions about one Carmelo Anthony, and um. So this man was out of the league for a year, right? He comes back, shows everybody he shows everyone he's he could ball, and now he's on the precipice of being the tenth leading scorer in all of, the, of NBA history. Mister Justin, are you willing to concede that Carmelo Anthony belonged in the NBA? Are you? Okay. 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 I mean, wait, wait, wait. Not to cut you off, not to cut you off. But to be fair to you, he was pretty awful in, in Houston. He's pretty awful in Houston. Um, no, it was um it was it was when he was out of the league. He was already out of the league. Oh, 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 okay. Oh, I love, I love Carmelo. I thought Carmelo was washed. Oh, 
Tarde. Was it the media? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, they tried to turn him into a spot shooter, and Melo's not that type of... Nah. You have to sit back. Melo is good for two things. Keeping you in the game or shooting you back into the game, if that makes sense. So what I say, what I mean by keeping you in the game, you put him in, he'll maintain the lead or he'll maintain the the, the narrow deficit or what have you. Now what, I, wait, wait, now, what I mean about shooting you into the game, Melo could score 17 straight points on any <laughs> Mm-hmm. Let me let me let me just interject. Let me just interject right there. When you say he wasn't he was a shooter. The thing was a lot about the thing is about these great players, man. They weren't necessarily sh- uh good three-point shooters. But they were scorers who just happened to shoot. I like to use that. I, I like to use that caveat. I mean, because if you go back, a lot of a lot of our favorite players, three point percentage, even overall shooting percentage, are like in the low forties. You know what I'm saying? So just to be fair, again, I like to say a scorer who just happens to shoot. But go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Continue. Gary Trent, Anthony Simons. No, Anthony Simons is in there too. Mm.
he's come a, he's come alive in his last couple of games. Maybe he just needed to go to Portland all this time and just didn't know it. But, you know, basketball. It's hard, bro. It's hard because you've. Yeah, yeah. You've been the man since you were eight years old. Essentially. So anything you anything you wanted to do on a basketball court, you've been given the green light. So for for all of a sudden you to just be automatically rele- relegated to the bench is like a, it could be a culture shock for a lot of for a lot of cats. You know what I'm saying? That's why a lot of cats are out the league now. It's not because like their game has um diminished or whatever. They just wasn't able to adapt to like this new NBA la- landscape. But um enough about the OG mellow. Let's talk about the YG Mello, LaMelo Ball. Does he have a lock on this year's Rookie of the Year award? Even though we're halfway through the season, almost halfway. Wait, wait. He's 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 started already, though. Quickly started already. Hold on, let me see. Yeah, because when he was on that tear, everybody was like wanted uh, Afro paint his head. If it's contract, if it's if it's either or, that's gonna be a big blow. That's a big fucking blow. Okay. Thank you. 
That's uh, it's still hard to say because Ant, uh, Anthony Edwards is not a slouch. Um, he's a very promising young man. I mean, he has athleticism. Obviously, he could jump out the gym. He's a scorer. He's a bucket. Like you can see that from now. Like he's going to be a bucket. I mean, he's a bucket. He he's a bucket. Um, he still has time to you know gain his efficiency. I mean, he could always uh, learn how to shoot better. But I mean. It's hard. It's it's really it's too early to tell, man. Honestly, it's really really too early to tell. Something like that, you'll have to say within like season two or three. You know what I'm saying? Because I mean, if you look at Weissman, Weissman has a lot of promise. You know what I'm saying? Weissman can move his feet. I mean, he could switch. He could switch off into a one. You know what I'm saying? He has range. Um, he's getting better on defense. Like. And wait, 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 wait. And and D'Angelo is a scoring point. Like he's a scoring one. You know what I'm saying? He's not masquerading as a as a one. He like he's a scoring one. So it was it would have been hard to like have him and LaMelo competing for like the uh um the majority of the basketball. You know what I'm saying? It's it's con it's content content. It's only it's only it's only so much highlights you can post, <laughs> you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I mean, this. Yeah, I mean. And even then, you can still be wrong. You know what I'm saying? Because even then, you can still be wrong. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. There's a four. Mm. Mm-hmm. 
But the reason why, but the reason, the reason, the reason why I would say like, the reason why I brought up the um Neanderthal also because he's, quote unquote, the um, the superstars is like close one of his close friends. Like he's Cat's like close friend. You know what I'm saying? Cat is like the right now he's like, the um star for that team. You know what I'm saying? So. <clears throat> Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So, go all right. Let's 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 uh, because we're speaking about the uh, T wolves. Let's go to something else. I mean, I understand your uh, take on Cat, and it's very valid because he doesn't seem like it's just like it just seems like you could like tell which players in the league are just not winning players. Like John Wall is not a winning player. You know what I'm saying? If he's if he's your cornerstone of your of your franchise, then good luck because you're not gonna win. 
um and I, and I think Cat it is already either in that in that same boat or is just falling into it and it's and it's a shame because he should be like as you said I don't think he should be the Joker essentially but I do think he should be M- at least MB like he should be having those dominating games where it's like fourteen boards forty points shooting on fifty six percent shooting seventy five from the free throw line and he just doesn't do it but uh, keeping on pace with the uh, Timberwolves. So they made a coaching change. They fired uh head coach. Um, They fired the head coach, Ryan Saunders. Yeah. And then immediately replaced him with Chris, with uh, Toronto's as the coach, Chris Finch. When they had Mr. Um, David Vanderpool right there <laughs> as the assistant coach that was uh, ready, primed and ready to become the, um, the head coach. What is your whole take on? I mean, if you want me to go first, that's fine. But what is your whole take on the? All right, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna tell you how you feel. The Timberwolves are a trash ass organization. Um, for years they've been trash. Um, the owner, Glenn Taylor, is a fuckboy. Um. If they just been having years and years of just doing like the the most stupidest idiotic like transactions in like league history. Um so I'm gonna go I'm gonna go a little bit I'm gonna tell you how slimy uh Mr. Um Taylor really is, okay? First of all, they did a backdoor deal for Joe Smith or under underhanded deal under the table deal for Joe Smith ended up losing um at least four first round draft picks right that that wasn't bad enough with they only their only um i would say really successful season was in 2004 when Kevin Garnett won NBA's MVP they were a, a top seed in the West. They made it to the second round with Sam Cassell and Charles Sprewell. They didn't want to pay Sprewell, and they also didn't want to play. They ran uh, Sam Cassell out of town. Um, fast forward, um, things sour with Kevin Garnett. Kevin Garnett leaves. Um, Flip Saunders uh, gets fired, ultimately. Flip Saunders then comes back. Um, since, uh, Flip Saunders is the conduit between Glenn Taylor and and Kevin Garnett for Kevin Garnett to come back and you know mentor uh Cat called Anthony Towns. He meant to mentor Cat, whatever. But KG all comes under the guise of that he will eventually become a minority owner within the Timberwolves and eventually become the majority holder in the um Timberwolves. That he comes under he comes back to the team under that gaze or what, or what have you. So um fast forward uh Tim uh, Flip Saunders um, ultimately um, tragically passes away, and then everything is shot to shit. Um, Glenn, Mr. Glenn Taylor, ultimately decides to renege on that offer, which pisses off KG, and he went ahead and sold the, that minority stake that was allotted for KG to another um, another um, investment group. So with that, with all that being said. The Timbo's organization has been trashed for a whole for a really long time. Um, this is really no shock to me that they had a black uh, assistant head coach on their bench, but they immediately hire um a white head coach. 
And um, just to tie, just to bring it back full circle, um, Glenn Taylor is was a former Republican senator, and he does donate to the Republican Party. And you know, they don't really, they're not really big proponents of taking um, rules from any person that's uh, any person of color. What say you, um, Jess, about this whole situation? Two thousand four. Not to mention, not to mention, uh, drafting um, uh, Flynn and what's my boy, Ruby Rubio over stuff, yeah. They're Detroit West. They're De- they're Detroit West. Mm-hmm. Let let's put a button on this. Let's put a button on this trash ass organization. Um, our final topic for today, unfortunately, just has some uh, pre engagements that he has to meet. Um, so the Denver Nuggets three point dysfunction, dog. I mean, by now everyone has seen the play. Um, my boy, Jamal Murray, the nut, well, all right. So the Nuggets were down by two with about 10 to 50 seconds left on the clock. They were playing the Wizards. They ended up getting the offensive rebound on a fast break. Jamal Murray pushed the fast break, stopped at the three point line and passed it to my boy, Campazzo. Every, so it was a, it was a four man fast break. And everyone stopped at the three-point line. Of course, two people came to stop Jamal uh, Murray. I mean, immediately stopped Jamal Murray at the three, and he had three other options. 
my boy uh Maga Porter, I mean Michael Porter Jr. was uh first and he stopped in the corner. Campazo stopped on the uh left hand uh just a, the six feet away from him. And I believe who was the third person? That was no, it was Michael Porter Jr. Campazo and then the no, the third person. That was um because it was three of them. Nah, it was well, it doesn't matter because the, it, it, he, he, whoever that third person was, doesn't even want to be associated with this anyway. But um, yeah. So, what do you feel about like just a three point shot overall? Like, has it become kind of like a detriment to some teams that try to keep up? He was most definitely wrong, but all four of them, all four of them, yeah, exactly. Exactly. He's not pushing it yet. He wasn't pushing it. He was going. He already had it. Mm-hmm. And Justin, check this. They couldn't foul him. They could not foul him. They were going to let him. Yeah. Down by two. But I see this. I see this too often. People always like, always like. A lot of NBA teams do this, and it's a little bit annoying. They will push on a fast break, and everyone stops at the three point. This is just not a Denver thing. Denver's in the spotlight because of the situation that they were in. But a lot of teams do this. They always stop at. They'll have at least three people stop at the three-point line on a fast break. And it's like, damn, like, what happened to just, like, getting an easy basket? <laughs> like, you're on a fast break. Like, not every – like, can we can we all agree that it's only about five sharpshooters? Well, not not sharpshooters, but it's only five people in the league that could push a fast break and stop it. That's that – could, that could push a fast break and actually stop at the three-point the, uh, three line. For me – of obvious Steph, Dame, Harden, Kyrie, and probably Kevin Durant. Everybody else, like, just, just, just don't even think about it. Like, and do you think, like, do you think, like, uh, NBA, who, who you think is really at fault? Are, are the players at fault or are the coaches ultimately at fault? It's like, is like, is Mike Malone. 
It is what it is. And on that note, this has been another episode of the Respectfully Unruly Podcast with your boy Just Call Him Josh and your man AB. Y'all have a blessed and safe night.